Hello and welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. Well, when Keith is about to go away, the cue comes to play. <laughs> so, As, but like he's here. That didn't rhyme. It works when you're not here. <laughs> yeah, it, it works when you're not here, asshole. Like when but, the when the fake movie experts are away, it's time for the cue to play. But we're never gone. You're always we're, we're gone. two two thirds are there. So it's like if if it was a one man, like if it was me and other people, then I would make that line of fake movie experts away. Just keep going with your intros. I apologize. Well, <laughs> you're all fake movie experts are here. However, Keith is going away for a week and before he left we thought hey let's not start a new uh franchise because we don't want to start it and then break stop and then go back to it so with keith still being in town uh because i think he's starting the uh raid early we're gonna do a q movie and we're gonna do the movie that uh we talked about before uh as this week we watched hell comes to frog town I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with Ricky Marcelli. Okay. A few questions. First of all, how dare you? Second of all, why? I, um, the answer is yes. Um, and the guy that's going away for a little bit because he's got to start the uh, storm early. Got to get the, you know, the, the flags. I get the paperwork going. It's one key swelling. Storm? Are you talking like the like the 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 Q storm? Is that no, what we're talking about? No, like Jan six. You know, we got to storm. The, oh the, yeah, yeah. The, Schumacher. The, yeah, we're going Schumacher to the Schumacher cut. estate. Yeah. yeah, you gotta get all the stuff ready going. Yeah. No, the the thing I was gonna do, I had a I had a thing. Oh, what's the um, what was your bid? <laughs> so I was gonna be like, hey, because I wasn't sure if we were gonna call this the Q or fake movie experts. So my idea was. Hey, is this the cue? So do I have to like do new bits? Is this uh, do I have nope. to come up with new stuff? Just have You're to doing great. It? You are doing fantastic. So, sir. Okay, so I'm still sticking to the shitty bits because on on the cue, I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty good. Like, <laughs> I'm like I'm like Jerry Seinfeld and Louis C.K. like balled up into one. So Jerry C.K. Okay, okay. You just masturbate in front of women when they don't want you to. What's the deal with not masturbating in front of you? <laughs> hey, Israel's not that bad. <laughs> you stand you, you, up and defend your super racist friend. You uh, you you jerk off into you with your Jerry Seinfeld impersonation. Okay, I'm Dave Chappelle, Louis C.K., and uh, uh, Kevin Spacey. Rolled up into so one. your money goes to your head. You say "fuck the poor" while you make a poor errand boy jerk off in front of you. Um, you, you 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 stop a building of low income housing because <laughs> your your mansion is going to be blocked by them while you have while, you know, while I make them jack off while their in front gets, of, while their house yes. gets destroyed. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, this um, five stars. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. So we did 1988's Hell Comes to Frogtown, directed by one Donald G. Jackson. Um, I looked him up. Uh, he did. A, he has done a ton of those like 
B movie straight to DVD, VC, uh, VHS, just like what this movie was. Um, it I'll stars honest, a little um, kind calling this even a B rate movie. Yeah, um, the stars one Roddy Piper and um, that's basically and what's her name? Sandra Sandal uh, Bergman. Oh, that's honestly who you're going to recognize from this movie. Not even her, just mostly Roddy Piper. What about Lonnie O'Toole? Who? Lonnie O'Toole. His, his contact. Rory Calhoun. On the inside. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Rory Calhoun. Uh, you want to give me a movie that he's from? Um, that you know him from? <laughs> No, there's nothing funny I can say right now. I I I don't know. I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I can tell you the last thing he acted in, an yeah, episode of Tales right from now. the Crypt from 1993. Oh, rest in peace, Lonnie O'Toole. Prayers up. I hope him and Paul Walker are drinking Coronas and eating uh, barbecue ribs and corn cobs. Why do you hate Paul Walker? I didn't say that. I mean, He's but just... you've inferred it a lot. <laughs> Yo, just prayers up. Prayers up. It's been a long time without. Hey guys, money. fast fast ten started <laughs> so uh, filming so we're uh we're like three hundred. That's fast X X. Uh, we're no. like three hundred and eighty no. days. Away. Yeah, yeah. It started filming. Fast X. Uh, it's fast they, ten. They've been waiting over twenty years to do fast X. That's a pretty good name actually. And there is no Fast Eleven. It's Fast X Part One and Fast X Part Two. It's fast XI. <laughs> XI Point One. <laughs> XII. <laughs> so, Rick, you asked me why I picked this movie for a Q movie. And I mean, I think at first I said, How dare you? I, and I apologize because Keith, I started the text chain of I, uh, this movie's bonkers. <laughs> and then I started texting Keith, going, What is going on in this movie? Um, I picked this movie because the producer uh, got a gift a couple years ago of like a like insan- like a Wikipedia book of bad movies. And this was one of the movies in the you have a fucking mute button. <laughs> yeah, Keith, you, we totally heard you burp, buddy. Oh, that was pretty funny, though, right? <laughs> well, it's yeah, a bit. Sure. A bit. <laughs> oh, there it no, is. you weren't. You definitely it- weren't. If you're going to do the bit, just burp in the front of the mic. Don't just like. Have you ever heard cover of that yourself. show, um, the, the Ick and Smarty? That's the I was I, I was being Ick. <sighs> wow, you got a double <laughs> exacerbated breath from us. <laughs> I, I like how just, <laughs> we just fucking started. You're worse than this movie, and you're just I, I, as rapey. Hey, so I, I can't wait to talk about the horny level for Keith. Like how hey, like, yeah. <laughs> why it's a savior, buddy. This you know, why are you not they're not gonna come after us? No, you, you, We're not I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to say intellectual properties on podcasts. It's that's a thing. No, you're not allowed to use the intellectual property on the podcast. Okay. Yeah. We can hey, say you, okay, we, here we go. I can wrap this one up, guys. I'm sorry I've done another one, but also, you literally give out fake codes for discounts to brands every yeah, single Yeah, where are we week. going next with this one, Keith? I was going to say, there ain't, there ain't much intellectual about this property. All right, that, that actually was one of your better <laughs> ones. I'll give you that one. That was, that was pretty smooth. Um, so let's start talking about this movie. But Rick, uh, you, you want to give us a plot? or uh, Do I have a, to? 
Oh, yes. Fuck. It's pretty quick. All right. Girls, boys, non-binary and everyone in between, please gather around. Take out the handgun that's being handed out to everyone so you can clear out between your ears after listening to this talk of the plot to Hell Comes to Frogtown. I don't think they gave a year. Um, but what's, no. The world has been cleansed in a giant nuclear apocalypse. Nice. After, <laughs> that was my favorite after, part. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> after a nuclear war apparently broke out during the Cold War that murdered 68% of the male population. Nice. And apparently left a good number of the rest infertile. And for that, the apparently this is the USA, by the way. I don't think that's ever inferred in the movie in any way, shape, or form, but it's in the actual like plot breakdown of the movie. Mm. This is the USA. Is now controlled by an all-female hierarchy that searches the lands in hope of fertile males to help repopulate the planet to build up an army to continue the fight. And in that... They come across one rowdy, Roddy Piper, who I will say, I didn't realize how handsome Rowdy Roddy Piper was. That is a good looking man. I'll give it to him. And well, Piper goes across the lands, fighting frogs, fucking bitches. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, basically that's it. About yeah. it. That's about it. That's the plot. To hell um, comes to frog town. Well, actually, what Piper's going to do is go save fertile females from a frog overlord, warlord, warlord. Yes. Yeah. Because apparently we hate the frogs because they're frogs and we put them in concentration camps. I'm sorry, reservations. And they're mad about that. And I'm kind of on the frog side. I, but I, I digress. Just- I was confused by this movie because of the idea of when they go to Frogtown and like he drinks with them, like, like, are they like you? They're cool with that. You know, like the the idea I had for this movie is like frog people hate humans. And then like he goes to the bar club that they're at and then like, yeah, let's you can have a, you know, a beer. It was so it was so confusing, but I guess Ricky liked it. That'd be a big no, mainly because of the uh, inferred rape through the entire movie. Keith. So I, while watching, I, I, I knew within the first like 180 seconds watching this movie that this was like one of those sort of like show teenagers boobies with a weird story kind of 80s movies. So I, and then with a just a dumb juvenile, really juvenile, like just male fantasy sex thing. So I really, really tried to like put my brain in 80s mode where a lot of movies were kind of like that. So I tried to separate the rapey shit. It was hard. It was certainly kind of gross. But there was a lot in this movie I liked. <laughs> what, like watching like so, yeah, like the whole perfect point as what Rick was saying is like basically Roddy Piper has to bang chicks to reproduce the world, and whether they want him to, to or not, yeah, they're going well, they, to. Because- in, in the really childish way they got around that is they like had the women enjoy it, 
And they sort oh, of no, like they drugged her to make sure she enjoyed it. Yeah, it was and she was okay with it like from the morning. So this is like one of those like ten year old like or I guess probably more like thir- thirteen year old like little fantasies. Like yo, like what if we woke up in this world where there was like there was like no dudes around, there was only chicks, and they really just needed to bang us like all the time. So that was this. It was a really like just childish boy fantasy, like played out. Well, it's a tie back to the ultimate '80s movie that <laughs> is just a pure trash movie nowadays. When you go back to watch it in Revenge of the Nerds, where raping a woman is okay because he's better at sex than her current boyfriend. Yeah, and yeah, I I thought about Revenge of the Nerds and watching this. So like, the way I watched this movie was to just try to like do this weird like lobotomy and pull the pull that part out of my brain that was like well this is kind of problematic <laughs> so i watched mm. it and i was like okay the costumes are sick like the the frog the frog makeup was really yeah, cool i thought there's movies nowadays with big budgets that don't look as good as those frog people yeah. looked. what the hell how did they like, pull that off like i yeah. liked the music i liked the like the camera work that opening shot with the statue of liberty was kind of sick like i thought that was cool <laughs> the, the, I like have the, very low taste in cinematography, sir. No, it so was like, like it was like America is crumbled. There is no America. I appreciate it. Looked it looked like a like Planet of the Apes type thing. If you see yeah. like the oh, Statue of Liberty, funny. and then all of a sudden it's like it's just a tiny figurine. Uh, the um, the guy that did the um, costume design, the makeup, and all that was is Steve Wang. He he did it for twelve thousand dollars. Um, he's Damn. done. Uh, he did special effects. He did special effects for Predator, which you can go back to the list to on fake movie really? experts. Uh, this 100 feels like, hey, I'm going to do this, but it's mainly just for my reel to get better work. Um, <laughs> he did Bill and Ted's Face the Music. Nice. He did Aqua, uh, the movie, no TV movie Aquaman. Uh, he did Lady in the Water, Rain of Jesus. Fire. He did. He was a sculptor for that. Um, so they had so a this guy. was his. I, I'm getting my foot into Hollywood and gets to be like, Hey, I worked on this piece of shit movie, but look how fucking good the frogs well, look. Well, he did Harry and the Hendersons first, that was his, he did that, oh, wow. and then Predator, then the Monster Squad, and then Hell Comes to Frogtown. How did what? Maybe this was like his first lead movie, like where he did it himself and he helped on those other ones. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why he, you would do this movie. Maybe he, he, like, he, he was a, a sculptor. Talk. He was a sculptor on Harry and the Henderson. Uh, he was the art department coordinator and creature effects unit and concept artist for Predator and then head monster maker for the Monster Squad and then creature effects. For uh, this, uh, hell comes to Frogtown. He had to have done this for a friend, then. Like, yeah. that makes no sense to work on big budget. Well, I guess Predator technically wasn't a big budget, but mm-hmm. to do like hit movies and then do this. I wonder if like some yeah somebody owed somebody a favor or something because the cost like the like the the character designs were so rad. Like Mirabella was cool as hell. Loved Mirabella. <laughs> Well, and for the 80s, the movement of the actual creatures corresponded with the actual talking. Like it actually lined up and looked correct, which is funny because a lot of the other sound in this movie was fucking trash. (laughs) 
Like it sounded like they were in shitty buildings, like not like clearly they never went on the soundstage, but like when they would record stuff outside, they didn't have it protected in any way. It was just like like they were in which scene was it? Was it in when they're like towards the end when they're on the out when they're outside and hell comes up to um what's her name? Uh oh my goodness, her name the Spangle. And like she's like, we hid here, and like you can hear an echo from like the entire <laughs> yeah. cave. And I'm like, what is what is happening here? Um, and clearly they did voiceover stuff later because there was like a scene in the beginning of the movie where they're driving and you just hear Piper talking. Yeah. Why didn't they revoice that? It sounded so bad. I don't know. Um yeah, this whole movie was just raunchy in the way of like, so we, me and the producer were watching it and we we're like, okay, how many sex scenes will there be? And I like, how many, how many girls is he going to be banging in this movie? There was movie? no sex scenes. There was, well, you had the uh, military girl wanting to take a ride because she was, uh, <laughs> we'll she just... wanted to see the goods. <laughs> okay, by the way, I'm, I'm probably going to bring it up later, but there was some movie, there was some really, really funny maybe accidental probably accidentally stuff in this movie like she was her only character trait is that she strokes her gun and looks like a badass and is horny yeah. sometimes yeah <laughs> and like her boobs were the same color as her nipples like i didn't notice like clear areola when she took her top off i was i <laughs> was, it was it was it was 80s nudity <laughs> i was just so confused by this movie the fact that he's like keep the sport uh, keep your sperm good because once you ejaculate once it goes out you ain't getting any back and i'm like what like why not have them let them bang the military chick because she wants to see the goods and but like the no, whole they, time they're like no you can't you have to the keep sperm them. is precious it needs to be protected give them five minutes you'll be fine <laughs> the sperm melange the spice five minutes i need at least a power raid in 30 minutes okay well well he's in the future so um, just like in the famous cartoon in the past. <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah that was like this movie as a whole is just weird in that way of and he like this movie for roddy piper's character sam hell mr hell they they make him look out like they make him sound like he's a badass but like throughout the whole movie he's kind of not he never really does anything badass he doesn't it's because i feel like they were like saving all their budget for the set piece at the end so they couldn't like have him do anything (laughs) uh the main female lead like was doing badass shit through like the entire part leading up to that the only thing that cool that he did before the end like final fight scene was that they like scene when he kicks the door opening is like the two shotguns and he kills the the two frogs that are like about to kill uh spangle but they um it was just so like bizarre in that way of what is it she does the snake dance and he wrecks his three dicks oh the snake the dance of the three snakes oh my god that was so cool. <laughs> I don't know in my whole life if I ever wanted to watch a frog get aroused. I don't know why I never I don't know why I didn't like 
as soon as he started standing up, I was like, oh, three snakes. Oh, three snakes. Because they, they talked about it. They, they like they kind of foreshadowed a little bit before. But the girls are like, if you survive the three snakes, you're yeah, going to be I, I thought it was because I had like Dune on the brain. Just uh, mm-hmm. they're just some like trial where they put a needle in his hand or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, if funny. it was about doing a sexy dance and terrible 80s lingerie that just makes your vag look frumpy. So the, th- the so the, let me ask you guys this while we're on the subject here. So the idea is the fact that this frog king uh, steals these six for fertile women, and they have to go. And Piper has to go save them. And they talk about how you have to survive the three snakes, and uh, you can you know if you survive you'll be fine. So did they all bang the frog? Yeah, they all survived the, the triple P. So they all. So they you know, all. No, the uh, other people who went died remember they said like the first ones went in cold and died because <laughs> they couldn't her- give him because they couldn't give him an erection so i think he just killed him oh. and then to get her all horned up before she went in <laughs> no, all right we're gonna we're gonna stroke <laughs> by rubbing stroke, silk on her <laughs> silk on you and that's gonna get you all hot and bothered uh, uh, so oh uh, man what I put this on and I was within five minutes. I was worried that I was about to just watch porn because that's what the vibe they put out. That's like what the camera work kind of looked like. I was like, Oh God damn it. It's just, just going to be like, like a showtime porno. Where My like wife t- definitely got home right as it got into the chick whipping her tits out for Roddy Roddy Piper. And I was like, sweet. Checks that's out. awesome. Checks out. So, the, yeah. That was funny. For, she then, had she been- then proceeded to judge Joe pretty harshly about the movie. I, hey, I've never seen this movie, so this was all new to me. Um, so the, the, okay, sorry to cut you off. I just, I, I just had, I, just, I, I had this idea on the tip of my tongue. Rick, you kind of brought it up, but the whole at the when the very, movie fairy first started, I my prediction was better plot than what the movie actually folded out to be. I thought they were gonna like go to the frog camp and discover that they're like the government was the bad guys. And then like, okay, it turns out we're gonna side with the frogs and we're gonna take down the provisional government because they're evil. Even the name provisional government's like just terrifying. Like, but no, they're just like, no, they're just gonna go and kill them and take the women back, and it's gonna be great. <laughs> so Rick, I think you and I's headcanon was better. <laughs> or we're gonna do I a mean, uh... literally like just like nah, the radioactivity created these frogs, but fuck those frogs. Yeah, those frogs are horrible. The frogs are like literally fucking reservations. They're like the frogs are like victims of imperialism. (laughs) Dude, and like Uh, the dude who ran the bar was so fucking chill. Oh, he was great. (laughs) So what's outside um, the fact that he was trying to like, you know, do slavery and hire women to dance naked for him, but but not for sex or something. I don't know. (laughs) No, he just needed eye pieces to bring in the crowd. I don't know why he would want to a human female though yeah what was wrong with mirabella she was great (laughs) i was so afraid at one point we were gonna see frog tits though i was gonna ask you this about that of were we gonna see frog tits or or were were we gonna see roddy piper bang a frog woman i wanted to see like i'll be honest i'm a little disappointed we didn't see rowdy roddy piper fucking by the way they did the really stupid like '90s American Pie joke or like '80s dumb joke. We put a bag over her head. Like, I hate it. I hate that joke. Hey, as long as you don't have to see your ugly face, let me just see your tits and vag. It'll be fine. Yeah, that's such a, like a dumb, dumb joke. 
because the government takes uh, Roddy Piper and basically go, okay, you're you sign these paperwork. All right, cool. Now you're part of the government. So now we're going to put this like dick protector on you and you can only use it. Uh, there's a flap you can use. And the, the scene of him getting like when he's in lethal weapon by the chainsaw and the chainsaw is like cuts the thing off. When she comes in and rescues him, the uh, frog, uh, uh, Arabella saves uh, him. And I honestly thought she was like, All right, this is my chance to get some because you're tied I mean, up. She kind of did. I just don't know. Yeah. I, and also I was expecting to see like dong because he's, you know, he's tied up. He's tied up. And all of a sudden she like, gets white. There's the white shot, and all of a sudden it's like, oh no, there's not nothing. He's covered would, up by his flannel. It would have been so funny if his dick and balls were just out, and that was like part of the movie, and they just kind of panned by it. <laughs> uh, no, it's the '80s. We only see tits. Yeah. There is no dong yet. But oh, and, but I I also wanted to see the three dicks coming off the frog. That would have been cool. Like, we saw a lot. There was a lot of um, uh, junk movement because the <laughs> the, the three snakes. <laughs> And then when they put did when they put the gear around Roddy Piper, and the first time you see Roddy Piper wearing it, he's basically buck ass naked, and they do like a, a close crotch shot of him with wearing the government property. And the doctor Spang, Spangle was like um untying she was doing something, and I forgot what she did, but like they zoom in on his crotch moving. <laughs> like <laughs> What? Like really? Okay. See, I um, I thought the belt was funny. I thought the belt worked. Like it was as far as the like the scale of like within the movie. I thought within the movie verse, I thought the belt was the flap was a good joke. I like the flap. And then they really did it. They, like the chainsawing it open was like everything with the metal jock strap. I thought was funny. <laughs> you would think that's funny. It was a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> To each their own, I'll say. Um, but uh, some fun facts here. Um, the actress that did play Spangle, she was supposed to be naked during the naked the dance of the three snakes set piece, but refused to do nudity on that the day of the sequence was shot. Um, per um, God, I'll bet that conversation was really gross. A bunch of like old Hollywood executives all sweaty and fat. Like, hey, listen, baby, can you take your clothes off for the scene? <laughs> per one of the producers, the character was originally written to be naked, but uh, the actress uh, was hired for the role with stipulations of no nudity. The scene was adjusted, and then the only, only Centelia, the... Um, Soldier had contractual agreement for nudity. Jesus. Uh, the actress that played Arabella spent three hours in the makeup chair every day and took a half an hour to remove all the makeup at the end of the day. I don't know how you guys would feel about this movie being uh, starring Daniel Stern from the guy from Home Alone. As who? As hell. Might have been better. <laughs> really? I don't know. This like, is, actually, this is like, this actually, you know what? Like, Roddy Piper was charming. I thought. Yeah. He actually wasn't bad in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one. Uh, to be honest, this is over. 
minus all the wrestling he's done in the time, this is his only, this is his second uh, movie that he's done. Uh, they Live comes out, um, where is it? Uh, two years after this, uh, a year after this movie. So the first movie did was, um, where is it? Uh, Body Slam, another is a wrestling movie, uh, which we did for the original queue. It was bad. Corey, the uh, Corey recommended it to us, and we watched it. It was really bad. Uh, this movie is actually a little bit better than that uh, other Body Slam movie. Oh wow! So uh, yeah, um, Piper was uh, charming. A lot of the actors in this movie actually did were their human self, and they were a frog. Jeez. Oh, so some people, the uh, the actor that played the sheriff that turns on them. Uh, William Smith, who's the captain who we find hell in the beginning of the movie, the fact that he had sex with his daughter, and he's like, you raped my daughter, and he's like, no, I didn't. Or he uh, you know, allegedly raped the daughter. Well, at first it was just he sexually assaulted her, and then they're like, yeah. ah, but she's pregnant, so she's okay with it now. Yeah. Which they never really, like, come to terms with whether or not he did, you know, rape the girl. Yeah, we, we we have the uh the uh change of heart for one Mr. Hell during this whole movie. Cause it's like, hey, before he even sign does the dick lock, it's like, hey, we need you to go bang these chicks. What do you think? Most men would say yes. And well, for I this, like the like, part, wasn't it don't they like grab him because he's like good at fucking? Yeah, <laughs> well, that's because he's very um He's very he's a, he, fertile. That's right. He has a string of children behind him. Yeah, so he's good at fucking. So yeah, <laughs> uh, which is weird because of the fact that the Spangle character falls in love with him like right away. But you know, like at the very end, when they, you know, they at the very end they rescue all the women, and he's like, she's she's like, hey, let's go on vacation. But first, you have to bang the six chicks you just rescued. Hey, the uh, accidentally progressive, maybe being uh, like positive about poly relationships, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Let's say, was it filmed in Utah? But do you guys, Keith, did you recognize the final uh, battle scene, the location, the, the mountains they were they? Um, I was, so I had several thoughts about the locations. Yep. My entire thing while I was watching this movie is, I don't know if I don't remember if either of you two are into those games, but this is a fallout side quest. Like that's just what this game was. It's like, yeah, except maybe replace sex with like fetching weird things or something, but this was like a video game side quest plot. So it looks like fallout new Vegas. That's where they filmed it or mm-hmm. uh, Mad Max. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I can see the uh, Fallout. I've I've seen you play it a couple times, so I, I've never played it myself, and I know the gist of it. Um, but no, no, like the real location, the bat, the final battle scene of him versus the uh, um, ba- the frog lord that they fight with the sword, and he falls off the mountain cliff. Do you know you that when he that? cuts off his hand, but he didn't actually cut off the hand? Bingo, because you can still see it when it falls. Um, but <laughs> Do you, did you recognize that? What was it? Um, well, we 
me and you, Keith, we would know it from uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventure, but it's from Star Trek. TV show. That's where they fuck with death. Yeah, yeah. Like that's when they get pushed off. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. That yeah, now it's been torn down for housing. But yeah, that's just, <laughs> That's uh, all of our golf start. courses around us. Yeah, it's the uh, uh, Vasquez Rocks where Captain Kirk battled the Gorn in the original Star Trek series. Um, oh, Commander Toady was the who he fought. Uh, Commander Toady was my one like he was my one costume letdown. I was expecting a big, more grand show with Captain Toady. Besides the three like, dicks, he just—I mean, the three dicks thing is awesome, but like. I was expecting like a big crazy looking toad compared to the rest of them, but he was just looked like all the other toads. He was supposed to have four arms. Yeah, that would have been cool. Or I wish he was like seven feet tall or something and had big crazy tentacles. Like he's a frog. Yeah, but he's the he's the boss, and they're all mutated. They don't they don't have to look like anything. I mean, but all the frogs looked like frogs to that point. Okay. Defending the concept here, yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> Rick's big pro frog. <laughs> big, Rick's part of big frog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the humor for this movie and the original script was a lot more raunchier, which I think probably needed. Yeah, that's part of my porno theory. Like in the first five minutes, I was like, "Oh God, this is going to be just porn." Because we were just like watching it on a Thursday, watching it on a Wednesday night, like just all casual. <laughs> I like I was uh, like I was saying earlier, I we and the producer made a bet of like, what's the over under how many women he has sex with in the movie? Like we have like it doesn't have to be a scene; it's just more you know the uh, uh-huh. assumption, you know, like oh they Even go just behind inferred. it and inferred yes. And I went over five. I was like, we're gonna see like five chicks the inferring that they had sex in reality we had one <laughs> one and a half because the girl the military girl was uh, getting a little handsy i think she gave him a hand job at least gave like him the a hand job. One. i don't think he got off no so he got blues he got blue balled a little bit he uh <laughs> got blue balled and then her, his nipple sucked on <laughs> it's just weird um but it's that weird thing of the, like what we were talking about just earlier about how like they find a girl. Oh, she's feral. Uh, all right, buddy, go to t- go to work. Wait, what do you mean? Uh, plow this girl while we watch you. And notes. while the military girl who just tried to have sex with you the night before stroking her gun, watching from the the um, Pepto-Bismol van. Love the love the gun stroking. Oh, throughout the whole movie. She just kept on stroking that gun. And then, you know, he just like it's like the way the movie started, you feel like Roddy Piper's character didn't care. He was like, yeah, I'll bang you, whatever. And then like you come across the first woman he has to have sex with. He's like, uh, I don't know if I should or not. And then no, bang- notice he never once said because she might not want to. <laughs> nope. It's just because yeah. you're watching me. It's weird. Yeah. I haven't got to talk to her yet. Yeah. And then I keep I kept on waiting for that. I was like, okay, this like the the like the premise is a little like like the premise is a little rapey, a little problematic here. So like maybe they could try to like save some face by like, oh, I'm not gonna have sex with her. She doesn't want it. Nope, no, no, dude. Said it. <laughs> no. 
And then the fucking military lady was just like, no, it's fine. I drugged her up, so now she wants it. Oh, you don't well, want they, to like, do it? Roof eater. Oh, for- you don't want me to do it yet? Let me let me try to arouse you myself by doing a the like a seductive dance. But that was good. That was a good joke. I mean, it was kind of couched in that sort of like shitty shitty scene but like i'm trained in seductive movements like i i thought that was pretty funny <laughs> um yeah it was very, but then, it was like, fembots. But then, she was doing fembots that's what like it was austin but, powers but then we get to the point of like even when the spangle is doing like the seductive dance and then she knocks a cup over then she like <laughs> feels bad about herself all of a sudden like i was expecting her to be like gotcha now have sex with this chick. Like, I didn't know what's like why she felt bad about herself while doing her job, as she kept saying. I loved it when he Piper's good arc is go ahead and cover yourself back up. Now take your glasses off. All right, that got me hard. Let's do this. And then throws them on the ground like she needs. Well, well, well. (laughs) Looks like what you got what what got me hot. She must have had a lot of extra pairs of glasses because he kept like throwing them away. I'm, yeah. I'm glad they did the 80s thing with the with the let your hair down and kind of shake it out to be hot thing. They did the, <laughs> the, the vintage, uh, the vintage yeah. uh, old way of just let your hair down. And then, oh, my God, she's all I, that. That's more it, of a 90s thing. Yeah, that's more 90s. 90s, thing. 90s yeah. This movie was ahead of its time. Uh, <laughs> the one thing I, I know this will be a shock for you guys, but I haven't watched it yet. But there is a movie. Uh, Nick Cage just came out with Prisoners of Ghostland. And it's basically the premise is that he is uh, has been sent to rescue someone, as, but he's a prisoner, you know. So what they did is they put bombs all around his whole body instead of just the nutsack in this movie. So when I heard like, oh, he has a bomb, you know, next to his, uh, you know, connected in, and to himself. And if she goes out of way or if she just wants to detonate it herself, she could. And like watching the movie, and when she gets kidnapped by the frogs, and all of a sudden, like, okay, so his nuts are about to blow up, right? And but for some reason, they're still within like that 10 feet uh premise because she's in the other room, and you just I'm like, that was kind of taking me out of the movie. Of fact, of like, okay, you set this whole thing up of if he gets so far away, you can blow him up, and then he's so far away, but in reality, he's just a room away. Do you think this well, is where but, Ayers got it for a Suicide Squad? Do you think this is where he got that idea? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> also, that's from the comics and Suicide. Okay, um, but that whole thing got completely wiped away for me when he got kicked out of the car and had to run behind it. But apparently, it was so far behind it that I had time to completely set up camp before he got there. So, like, it had a pretty wide berth, apparently. Yeah, well, Rick. Here's my sci-fi twist for our better for 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 the better plot that we're cooking up here. He does get his nuts blown off, and that's what like spur he gets. That's what makes him angry at the government. And then he joins the frogs and like like bring like leads the rebellion. Well, except that also makes no sense. Is that they need fertile people, but they're willing to blow his fucking balls off? Yeah, there's a. Uh... I think that I think that happens in the Nick Cage movie too. Like I think he legit like uh he he one of the bombs goes off and it gets his nutsack. Yeah. Like shouldn't they just have like drilled like into his skull and made him like comatose and just like let people fuck him? 
because you know you can still get aroused in that way kind of like the boomerang guy in suicide squad what <laughs> i don't know don't they blow his head up or some shit yeah well yeah no boomerang just gets killed <laughs> no no he's th- oh yeah oh yeah boomerang i was thinking of the um from the first one where the guy like they go into the city and all of a sudden like he tries to escape right away and then it's like gets blown up that happens in the second one too because yeah. remember like that one dude tries to like swim away mary poppins yeah and then uh, she blows him up so fun fact keith I, we were going to bring up the uh you were looking up the music for this movie and i was like did you find the composer <laughs> and you said no so is it I, david burn well you got the first name right <laughs> Bowie? No. Um, um, you like to David Bowie? Uh, you like to uh, make references to his son and how poor, how uh, women have a. Uh... Is it He's Shapiro? Like, yeah. Ben Shapiro's you... dad. David Shapiro is the composer, the father of one Ben Shapiro. <laughs> Fucking. Okay, this is the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this is where he gets all his takes because he was on set for this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He learned that like this. This is how you own feminist libs. Feminist libs are just fucking frogs that deserve to get like put into reservations. I mean, to be fair, there was a storyline in this movie about that shitty sheriff that was like, "The women are taking over, so I'm going to renuke the planet so we oh, can start guy. over again." That's- you brought him up. A co- I just blocked that part out because I was like, what, what, what is this? Because, <laughs> yeah, he, like, he's the guy that's selling the guns to the uh, to the frogs. So he then because... he's also the guy in the beginning of the movie yeah. that, like, was all covered up and pulled the gun out. That's him, too. Why did he change masks halfway through the movie? Was that actually, like, Benicio Del Toro from Rogue One? No. <laughs> but also why does he have like the vader breathing uh situation going on at the and end? rips it off <laughs> yeah i think rips it off he's just like <sighs> is he can he not breathe because of the mask <laughs> well Joe, purely, masks purely make it harder to breathe and i can't go on planes because of it so i'm glad that fucking florida judge who doesn't actually have the credentials to be a judge struck it down so i can breathe on planes again <laughs> Okay, well that's good. You know, it's good for uh, you. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I hey, what? Like, are we supposed to become frog people like on planes? No, I'm gonna wear my uh, mask. I don't want to be. By a the way, the f- the filming location. Whoa, was, I thought we were pro frogs on this podcast. Yeah, are we pro frogs or against frogs, Keith? Yeah, I'm, never mind. I'm part of the. Nope, fucking... he flipped. Remember, Bomb we're him. pro the frog whore who got stabbed. Oh, uh, Arabella that's what turned something. Piper into a badass. Mirabella it was a frog he didn't want to fuck dying, and it was something like, "Oh my god, dude, they just never get a they fucking never just, get a fuck a frog, dude." They just fucking murked her ass. She was just like, it was like all of a sudden the the camera turns left and the camera turns right, and she has like a screwdriver in her heart, <laughs> like a drill bit. It's like what the hell? It's like damn, they just like really killed her off, huh? But she, yep. okay, she should have been part of the part of his group at the end. It it was to me she was creepy because like she's dancing you. dancing it's like <laughs> I love you and it's like what the hell is that and she's like oh she's my insider and then when uh, Spangle gets kidnapped and then she saves hell and then wakes him up by going like I love you and <laughs> it's like 
we get we got it the first time you're the insider you, you know we're good I, I don't think it's she's credited but i think helena bonham carter actually plays mirabella no, she does not they credit the person who plays <laughs> christy somers Kristen wig yeah that's right <laughs> Kristen wig wow yeah um um, yeah. By the way, Joe, you said it. You said the shut your hole line. Loved it. I had a shut note. your hole. I just have a note that says shut your hole. <laughs> what was the name of that underling again? Tony? Oh, it was uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh like no, it was... bull. It was bull, the one oh. with the eye patch. Just... Shut your hole. Yeah, because they were trying to sell, they were trying to sell women without offering them to the rest. <laughs> Five. What was their currency? Lilies. Yes. What a fucking <laughs> shitty frog joke. Because they're frogs. <laughs> Anybody? All right. Five lilies. That's how high I will go right now. Why would a frog want more than one lily? <laughs> dude, but Roddy Piper fucking merched that dude when he stabbed him and just like lifted him in the air like three times. Uh, oh my god. It's like also like borderline that- Joe. Piper sold more in this movie than I think I ever saw him sell on nitro you, ever you gotta give it to the man how he's going one-on-one with the bad guy at the end and he's getting overpowered what does he do poke him in the eyes classic heel <laughs> tactic did they do the noise the bink did they do the yeah noise? yes they did, they did the <laughs> bink. so i'm not familiar with piper did they show did he do any moves it's the the uh, he's more of a headlock like sleeper hold mm-hmm. um but the finger poke is what he's no, like known for too. Just oh, do the, okay. the finger, cool. the poke to the eyes. Nice. I did um, appreciate through the movie though that there were inferences to him wearing kilt like things. Mm-hmm. I was they just didn't confused. have a wear kilt, but they did infer that Rowdy Roddy Piper is known for wearing a he, kilt. He he wore a kilt by having his jean jacket like you know classic nineties wrapped he around, and then around it, the but for some reason it was in front, not the back. Let's just be happy that he didn't put on blackface for the movie. Yeah, he did that. He did that in a promo, Keith. Oh, and, a, um, oh man! But the watch, funny is that on thing, YouTube somewhere? Can I watch that? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Um, but the funny thing is, um, the story goes that Andre the Giant messed with the paint, so he couldn't instantly wash it off. So he, had he to, like, had, fly home in it. Didn't he, he had to fly home with. He did half his face blackface. So in the, in his pro- fight a black wrestler by the way. Yeah. Uh, so what he did was he did his promo and he side, did it by the side and then it's like white and then he turned and he was black on the other side. So yeah, um, they messed up. Uh, Andre played a prank on him, so he had to fly home, as he put it, flew home in a cowboy hat with a giant teddy bear for his child, and uh, uh, had to walk through the airport half, you know have blackface which which, by the way keith uh piper lived in portland oh nice yeah um during my research for this movie i have come across something terrible and i know we won't do it so i was bringing it up now um there is a sequel to this movie there's three sequels to this movie Uh, those are spinoffs um uh, this movie is called Return to. Uh, it came out in '93, and it's oh Return to Frogtown. Oh my god! And the premise of that is that the frogs have hired, have kidnapped uh, 
a scientist who will be um, creating a uh, serum to turn people into frogs. I mean, maybe if we didn't stick, keep sticking them in reservations, they wouldn't have to resort to such things. If there, unless there's a spinoff that has our uh, our new movie idea in it, then then that's bad. Yeah, uh, Roddy Piper could not make that movie. So um, if you have any of you guys seen, um, what is it called? Not it's not Maniac Cop. Um, what is that? Hang on, I gotta find the movie because he's known for a really bad. Um, movie anyway i'll find it uh he um it also started lou ferrigno oh there it is have any of you guys seen samurai cop no no but i've heard of it so it's a bad movie and the actor that is it's playing... hasselhoff isn't it no or I... what's the one with hasselhoff that he did just recently um yeah he like did something like that didn't he um yeah, it was that YouTube movie that was like half an hour long. But if you look up the actor, it's Robert Zadar. He has like a weird facial structure, like weird facial structure. And that's where I knew I'm like, what the hell? But yeah, um, he's not in. Uh, he is playing the role of Sam Hell. So they have that. Um, then they came with a spinoff movie called um where is it there we go um toad warrior but it, <laughs> but then it was later released as max hell frog warrior in 2002 Both um good titles basically it's the premise two they made one after 9-11 no it came out in 96 but then they uh what why why do you always come back to that no, it's important historical context for frogs the act, the director of this movie of this uh, of Hell Comes to Frog Town, came up with Max Hell the Frog Warrior or Toad Warrior, depending on what year you. But is it a frog version of Sam Hell? Huh? Is no, like... it, it's basically it's another um, a guy named Max Hell. I I'm, I it had like has no relation to Sam Hell. Um, and he just he is irresistible to women, but he's a master of, of karate because he's a samurai. It's gotta be and one he, of the it's gotta be one of the kids, right? You would think. There's no way those writers give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this movie's a standalone movie and it stars Joe Estevez, Emilio's uh, uncle. Uh, but yeah, um, this was supposed to be a starting point for a franchise. And it, I don't think it's going to do as well. But yeah, Donald G. Jackson, the director of this movie, he has done a lot of movies that has to do with frogs or toads or chikacabras or uh, roller rolling uh, rollerblades, and a lot of Joe Estevez in it. Because you know, if you don't know who Joe Estevez is, he's the uh, unfamous uncle of. Emilio and Charlie Sheen, who uh, decide to uh, do all the B-rate, C-rate, D-rate, F-rate movies as much as possible. Also, Kung Fury. Kung Fury was the movie I was thinking of that with is. Mr. Hasselhoff. Kung Fury. Hasselhoff, has the, Kung Fury. Hasselhoff has the sweet uh, song to it. Um, 
but yeah this movie was a really simple plot but it's just like hey you know mr piper go bang these chicks and yeah, he only got to bang one <laughs> dude the guy who played captain toady eventually was in uh the boondock saints too jesus never seen any of them oh that's a series ain't it it is he was one, also two. in pacific rim he was the series. first officer. There is no second one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Piper had a higher acting coach for this movie, and since this was his like legit second overall movie. He's a hell of a coach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a wrestler. Wrestlers already kind of know how to. Yeah, act. yeah, yeah. So, Keith, uh, on the horny scale, how horny was this movie? Um, just because extremely actually yeah. just because no it was like worried horny i was it was a, a weird equally worrisome and horny because that like i said that feeling when i was like five to ten minutes in where i'm like i'm about to watch like some terrible showtime like 80s porn this is gonna be okay first of all i don't why do we keep first of all it was skinamax yet cinemax had the yeah. well the a, porn a, hbo did too but it was but the soft core and uh taxi cab confessions and, and showtime had the red shoe diaries yeah, Ooh, and Red Shoe Diaries was fire. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about watching David Duchovny do read his book, and then all of a sudden, like, all right, can I get aroused of the no, Duchovny's here? Well, and, hold uh, on. Do you realize all three of us just like spat off fucking premium channel softcore porno stuff? Real sex. <laughs> I mean, come on. That was now. literally go, like how we didn't have the internet growing up. That yeah, was what we searched out for porn. Yeah, we just yeah. watched. So yeah, we just watched real sex on like cable scramblers. I'm amazed we figure out how to have sex considering all that softcore porn. They were having sex in positions that doesn't work for sex. <laughs> or, 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 or wait, it was, wait, it, wait, wait, hang on, hang on. You guys do that? Like, I, like what? No, I usually just, I, I try to put the camera at tasteful angles and just thrust. Hey, I'm sorry, what? What <laughs> do you prefer the uh Keith? Do you do the angle of uh lower back backside and it's just like the, <laughs> the most like, Keith likes the hanging balls angle? No, yeah, I do you, the, it's you, it's you, where she, it's where she's on top, but she's just like the camera just makes it look like she's just like humping my chest. Uh, Keith also oh, she, likes that premium angle where like everything's starting to get good and then it's just a close up of Keith's face. <laughs> <laughs> Make as, oh, I'm so, gonna it. <laughs> so, so side thing when we watch the room that that is where Tommy Wiseau gets it because we call it hip dick because he's basically screwing the belly button in in the sex scenes. Oh yeah, so that's a good uh, good fantastic yeah, sense. Uh, yeah you know the, the when when keith makes his porn and then you know when he's about to bust he makes sure the good shot is the camera on his face and as him yelling i'm gonna bust not the best not, not the best i'm gonna bust. no i'm gonna say no i'm gonna look at the camera Shut your like, Shut your uh, no, I'm gonna look at the camera and I'm gonna be like, "Well, I don't even know her. Uh, <laughs> How am I supposed uh, to do this?" Uh, <laughs> was there? You, no, Keith. You would look at the camera and go, "Was there consent?" And finish the job. I'm, I'm, I'm well trained in seductive <laughs> movements. Oh, do you, you do the seductive dances like Spangled Us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I can't remember what the show's called now, but there's a funny show on Amazon where in the future, before like one night stands, you have to do body cam footage of saying that you consent to the sex that's about to have. So everyone has like consensual videos before you have sex as a way to defend each other. Ah, girls gone wild. Got it. <laughs> Nothing like you're about to have some hot sex and you got to stop to film the consent videos. So I promise if this movie was made in 1999, there would have been a frog's gone wild joke in it. Oh, yes. Oh, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, somehow, let the somehow. person who hasn't owned a girl's gone wild video throw the first stone on this podcast. <laughs> 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 well, in Keith's upcoming movie that he's going to reboot you know, this, I've I've watched probably a hundred minutes of the the teaser trailers on E at eleven. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, thirteen year old us had to get our rocks off somehow. Yeah. Go to Paradise Island or whatever the hell they're called, or you know. Yeah. Oh, and uh, while we're on the topic of production values, um, yeah. I was super impressed with how cool they made the cars look in this like that the mad max ass lifted car thing with the gun on it was cool and like the the bad guy captain toady rig i like that one it just felt like a ripoff to mad max i mean it you know what in this kind of movie i'll take that though that's like that's good enough for me (laughs) that's why i liked it i was like oh they're doing mad max cool (laughs) it did but it also made the uh military girl be such a like a bad shooter because when that when she has like a machine gun coming out of their gun uh, their vehicle and the frogs are coming after them and she's able to hit one of them and it's the guy that's hanging off the outside of the door and that's just her whipping the damn thing around when they did that little like head fake thing where they make you think they're all dead at the end yeah that's a, that's a, another point when uh, when Sam Hell could have turned to the frog side, and joined the revolution, he could have been like, "Join well. me." <laughs> yeah. Um. So one of the weirdest things, maybe it's just me, but so the purpose of Sam Hell is the fact that you know he is a former uh, war vet or whatever, and he lost his family because of the uh, you know nuke the the war that's yeah, happening, the, and he the, and he the kept was ha- a long time ago, not for me. Yeah, and he has like the chain heart that reminds him of his daughter, but then he gives or it was to the... his daughter's. It was, yeah. So he then he decides to give it to the military girl. He's like, "Hey, your tits were great. Here, have this." Yeah, yeah. Enjoy I, this. Enjoy this when you're alone. <laughs> I swear to God, I honestly thought he was going to give it. He gave it to her. He was going to say, "Here, take this. You remind me of my daughter." Like. <laughs> It felt like that's what they were going for. I'm like, yeah, you got a half a hand job from her, dude. This is weird. Like, seriously, I he like hands it to her and he's just like, when you're alone, you know, this was my daughter's. And, and I'm like, and he's going to say that you remind me of her. So keep this. And he doesn't. So I'm like, oh, thank God. They pretty heavily inferred it, though. Mm hmm. Your tits were fake and plasticky, just like my daughter's. Yes, yes. Um, Keith, I believe you couldn't find any um, reviews, <laughs> but I did. Well, um, I was specifically looking for a very alive Roger yeah. Ebert and what he might have thought about this movie. 
yeah. since I couldn't find one, I'm going to say he gave it five. 3.75 out of four stars. And he said, um, shut your hole. This is the great best movie in 1988. <laughs> yeah. So the critical reception for Hell Comes to Frogtown was mixed, has been mixed to positive. TV Guide awarded the film two out of th- uh, two out of five, calling another another of those futuristic post apocalyptic science fiction dramas. DVD Talk gives the film three out of five stars. Writing Roddy Roddy Piper has to save the world by diddling beautiful babes and squashing <laughs> six foot mutant toads with crummy attitudes. What's not to like? Uh, Jason Cook from the Spinning Image rated the film a score of 6 out of 10, writing cheap and cheerful. Its narrative lulls and directional shortcomings are glossed over by winning central performances and a smattering of witty dialogue. It's no cinematic cinematic masterpiece, but were there any any talking mutant frogs in Citizen Kane? (laughs) Uh, creative future, uh, future uh, feature gave the movie two and two and a half stars. Finding it, finding that while it was a Mad Max ripoff, it does ha- uh, does so with a sense of style and has ability to laugh at itself. Um, uh, though not received by well by critics, the producer said he was glad the fans seemed to like it and got all the jokes as it was intended. I need to look up the episode, but uh, there's an episode in Family Guy called Hell Comes to Cohog. Uh, that seems this this movie seems like a movie Family Guy would be into. Uh, I feel like that was an insult. Well, no, it's Is just because the, they like doing those like annoying references. That's like that's a Family Guy bit. Yeah. The episode <laughs> the episode of Hell Comes to Cohog uh, is the episode of, in the fifth season of Family Guy where Peter buys a tank. And Meg and Meg and him go work at the super like at the Walmart at the superstore while Brian is trying to protest it. That's nothing to do with the movie. I I know, but that's the per, the meaning of the episode. All right. So I got Keith. All right, Jesus. Um. So I was looking on IMDb for some reviews, uh, some ten out of tens, and there were a couple. Um. <laughs> so bad, it's fantastic. It was in September of two thousand. Wow. Uh, this is one of those films that is so bad it's wonderful. An absolute classic. Cheap sets, camera work, and a wooden act, uh, wooden acting all that add to the trashy <laughs> atmosphere of this movie. Just watch it. I bet you want to see it again and again. Uh, what, yeah. Um, there's, there's only seven of 10 out of 10 reviews while there are well, only three, uh, three one stars. <laughs> so, got that going for them. Uh, the budget for this movie was uh, originally about three million, but they had to cut it in half. Um, several actors had to be dropped or combined into one. The number <laughs> of locations were reduced, and action seeks. There was really only about three locations. <laughs> Movie. Yeah, uh, action sequences were simplified as well. So the movie was actually budget was one point five million dollars. Uh, it didn't go to box office, so there was no uh, gross or box office uh, 
uh, results, but IMDb <laughs> gave this a 5.5 out of 10. Uh, Ron Tomato, all critics or just critics themselves gave this a 56. That is rotten. And audience gave this a 46. So rotten. That's higher than Batman and Robin. Okay, let's also let's not forget that Ben Shapiro's dad scored this movie. That's the 56. Yeah, that's borderline giving it a zero, in my opinion. <laughs> so since we're not ranking... touched by those fucking cucks. Hey, this, the, the, the sins of the father, you know. <laughs> this guy over here. <laughs> so since we're not so ranking... probably molested his son? Or uh, a frog at least did. Yeah, it was hell. It was hell for he him. Wished you know, his, he wished his no. He wished his son was a frog, and that's why Ben turned out kind of shitty. Sure, <laughs> not Rip his it. fragile white sis ego. No, no, it's the frog thing. <laughs> it's the frog thing. Can't get his wife even wet. But let's since we're not ranking anything, let's um, let's glaze some stars and the uh, and the star log. I got nothing. I didn't even think about my goddamn intro bit for Starglazer. Ribbit, ribbit, glazing, oh, ribbit, ribbit. That's good. That's Thank good. You. I'm glad you had that chamber. That was pretty goddamn good. Just thought of it, like legitimately right now. Uh, I'm gonna that's crow. better than anything <laughs> Keith has ever done ever for his bits, by the way. And you did that off the cuff. Yeah. Thank you. Thank I you. I literally write my bits. I, I write my bits 72 hours ahead of record. <laughs> <laughs> so you're that one guy got it okay so okay I sit, I sit in the mirror in the dark in the bathroom and i practice and i'm like do hey you, what about you, uh you guys remember you do uh, it? it is uh shit <laughs> <laughs> just glaze the goddamn stars well, hey, keith while you do it do you eat your mom's spaghetti see, my, I, see. I don't get it Eight mile, I know, Joe. I, I, thank you. I thought thank it was you. funny. God damn it, Keith. Because I just think about Keith looking in the mirror now, being like, "Terrible joke, terrible joke." Mom, spaghetti, spaghetti, terrible. Joke. Eight see, mile, was, Keith. Come on. I, I was doing a joke where I pretended not to get the spaghetti thing. So yeah, that, but see, was that funny? Continuing your jokes are bad. <laughs> You're the frog town of jokes, Keith. What did what score did I give? Uh, Legally Blonde 2. Terrible. Uh, Legally Blonde 2, you gave one star. Okay, and then what score did I give Predator 1? Oh, my God. Like the original Predator? Yeah, Predator 1. Four and three quarters? Good God. No. Okay, I give this movie two and three quarter stars. You, wow. That's the same you gave to the new Ghostbusters movie. And then, okay, so here's my... I'm only sticking with it. Got it. Yeah, no, I'm happy. So, I, <laughs> no, once I, like, once I'm, if I'm able to separate the kind of gross, rapey shit, like, I appreciate the, it's, this movie's bad good. You know, the IMD, IMDB guy nailed it. It's bad good. I mean, it's bad, bad. I gave it one and a half, mainly because of how, like, insanely good the frogs were designed. That's just too good to not give it enough that it was such high quality. And Piper was charming. Like, you can't give that away. But otherwise, it was real rapey. And the fact that Keith just wants to ignore the rape is a little disconcerting. I'm not, I'm not ignoring. I'm trying to contextualize. 
All I'm saying is you were siding with that kid in Stanford saying boys will be boys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sometimes sometimes uh, ladies wear skirts, you know, sometimes frogs, sometimes frogs wear bags on their heads. Like we can't Whoa. control ourselves. Are you trying to say the frog was asking for it? <laughs> I mean, she, she was. So that technically, <laughs> technically she was asking for Piper. The one person who completely wanted it and asked for it the entire time didn't get it. I know. That's sad. Okay. Uh, two and a half. <laughs> Jobin. Um, I'll I'll be in the middle of you guys. I'll go two. Um uh it was bad. Like it's like I'm on the fence because it was like bad, bad, but also like bad good in some points. But you know, the bad bad is the rapey stuff and the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Can we take that tech that quote out of context? The bad, bad. That's the rapey stuff. <laughs> that's the rapey stuff. I mean, I feel like out of context, that's still pretty okay. <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> yeah, put it so on Twitter. I, I'll be, I'll, you'll be a Twitter hero among all the yeah. book clips. <laughs> you get Ben Shapiro so support. Just rated this movie higher than the fourth Predator movie. We've rated it higher than Tokyo Drift. Nah, that's that's a crime. This movie's technically better than The Eternals. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> this movie is rated much higher than Blair Witch 2, The Book of Shadows. That's bullshit. I'll, I'll take that one. <laughs> uh, and then is also rated 1.2 stars higher than Ghostbusters Answer the Call. That's fair. <laughs> Keith, you gave Ghostbusters Answer the Call a star and three quarters. What is wrong with you? Shut your hole! <laughs> Shut your hole! I'm Lonnie O'Toole. We didn't even talk about Lonnie O'Toole. Uh, well, this was a movie. As we're, uh, as Keith is moving on, as he's going to go, uh, you know, the Schumacher parade has gets going. So next week, yeah, here, we're I, doing... I, I, I'm going to go round up a posse in central Oregon and we're going to head to Hollywood and tell them what's what. <laughs> Not to out you as a rat, but any answers to the questions about you're the one who recorded uh, Republican minority leader McCarthy's uh, quotes that came out today, outing that he thought Trump should resign. Are, <laughs> are you the rat in the Republican Party, Keith? Conspiring minds need to know. So, okay. Yeah, come on, Keith. Let's talk. Real talk. Donald Trump was in uh, the, that uh, Forgot Your Kid at Home movie on Christmas. Home Alone 2. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like such the C-rate knockoff. Forgot Your Kid at Home. So, oh, you ever heard of that, that, that movie called Forgot Your Kid at Home 2? So Donald Trump's got these Holly Weird connections, right? He was on the Lolita Express with Mr. Epstein. I'll bet Schumacher was in those circles. So I was. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are we bringing down the best Batman director, Joel Schumacher, right now? Because he, he probably has, he has more than seven zeros in his bank account, probably. And uh, lives Ooh, in Hollywood. Schumacher, I don't know. People really away. hated the Batman movies. <laughs> Schumacher. Anyways, dead. it's all. Joel Schumacher's dead? I yes. just really, really, really want to see the hallucinated Two Face. 
You just really want to see Morbius. You're ignoring the question that you leaked the McCarthy tape. So I think like you. Oh, I thought you were talking about Morbius. (laughs) (laughs) No, you want to see Morbius. (laughs) And Keith, to make us proud. The the Jenny McCarthy tapes? (laughs) No, the Republican minority leader. Keith, and this at the moment where if you want to make me, us, all of us proud here at Fake Movie Experts, this is when you yell, I ain't no snitch. I didn't rat on no one. Fast. I didn't narc on, I didn't narc on nobody. Yeah. Yeah. No, Keith, I assume you're 100% in McCarthy's corner for standing up to clap for fucking Rudy Giuliani being on Mass Singer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Mass Singer. No, there we go. In, in uh, Joel Schumacher's Batman movies, they wear masks. God damn it. <laughs> so what, the whole point I was getting at was Keith's not going to be here next week. And we're doing another Q movie. I'm questioning if we should ever let him come back. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. It, it, we'll it depends see on the movie. Depends on the movie. He's So Keith is picking the movie. We don't know what he's picking. And so Keith... What are we going to have to be watching while you're away? Okay. Right, where can we find it, too? So, I'm uh, going to start this by talking about Elden Ring. It's a really important video game that's out right now. And um, at the end of Elden Ring, you can choose to become the Elden Lord, or you can side with one of the demigods and help to bring an end to the cycle and sort of essentially burn the world down. So I'm going to ask you two, do you want to continue the cycle? Essentially, it's basically save the world, but like in another, in another generation, in another millennia, like things are going Why to get bad Why did you again. go there instead of going to a series we fucking watched in The Matrix? Or <laughs> do, you, do you want to... What did you do? Burn the world Burn the down. World down. Burn, Burn the world, world down. down. Without Bad boys question. What? 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 Wait, what? You're not what? even going to be here for it. We, we can't do. No, we can't it's, do. No, Bad it's, boys it's legendary. It's legendary. But you're not going to be here for it. And it's a franchise. There's three of them. It's untouchable now. That's why. That's why you, you literally just chose to burn the world down. No, I said oh it has to be a god. bad movie, Keith. Oh my god. We can't do that voice. You chose no! this. You, you, you chose to link the flame. Oh my god. This is what's this the is other how one? What's the other one? <laughs> Should I say it? Is that still funny? Yes, go for it. The big hit. The Mark Wahlberg one? Yeah. Lou Diamond Phillips? I yeah. we, we should do that one instead of uh, because. Once we open the Bad Boys 2, we're going to have to watch the rest. Okay. I here's, have my, Elden... here's the only reason I don't want to do Bad Boys 2, Keith, is because you're not going to be here. Yeah. If, so it, if one... we could do, Hold if on. We could do I... the joke with you here, I'd be for it. I'm, I'm a little offended, but I can still wrap this back around Elden Ring. Okay. So you two have chosen the Ronnie Age of Stars ending, in okay. which you choose a different path. <laughs> where uh 
I don't know. The, the lore is really abstract and hard to hard to parse. So um... no, Keith, I'm going to make this easy. We're going to go to the shitty Mass Effect Three ending. We chose Renegade. Decided we didn't like the idea of killing all our robot friends because we think they're really cool, and have instead gone to the center one, which is just the shittiest ending, where everyone is semi robot now. Synthesis is dope. We'll have to argue this on a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing big hit. We're going to do the big. When, where can we find the big hit, Keith? Um, on Amazon Prime for uh four ninety. No, I, I don't fucking know. Are you, you, it's on Hulu. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm going to make you guys pay for it. Yeah, I was. Uh, Keith, you're. you're, you're <laughs> Well, I'm gone. You're really grinding. <laughs> you're, you're really grinding my gears right now, pal. Oh nope, it's on Hulu with stars. If you have stars, you can watch it. Your boy got stars, baby. Hey, you can do it. I'm pretty sure you can do a seven day trial. With stars. Oh, good call. Yeah. All okay, right. Why is hit. going to Hulu giving me a fucking Kardashian sing with like her kissing some dude and to- is that Travis Barker? Yes, it is. Okay, when did um, he get a skull tattoo? One more Elden Ring or a reference. What, so you, Keith? Right before the ending, you looked at the wiki and you chose maybe we shouldn't burn the world down. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, no. We, sure. we prefer burning the world down. It's just that you're picking a once again, you're picking a movie that's in a franchise that you we've been talking about for over a year now. You but make, we've also agreed that we can't ever do it because of the way we talk about it. I I, that, I liked it, Keith. I that was the purpose of it. the bit. <laughs> I, your, I, your bit sucks. No, I'm actually going to come on the side of Keith's bit for once. Wait, what? Yeah, you're going to bite his bit tip. You're going right. to come on my bit? <laughs> I forgot where this was going, but... You're, you're, I guess... You're, you're making me feel like George Costanza. George is getting really angry right now. So anyways, you guys are going to watch the big bit. The big bit. Yeah, that's what it's called. With Lou Diamond Phillips and Mark Wahlberg. Um, Let's do it. We're gonna, yeah, <laughs> the big hit. So Keith's gone. Keith, you got any websites for us to a sponsor before we uh, wrap up? Since uh, Yeah, there's a little one called um, eBay. Where I'd like you to look up Keith's socks. And um, use promo code Trick Movie Experts. You'll... Are, are, they, are they socks made out of your hair? No, it's just, it's just, honestly, it's not even my socks. It's videos of me taking my socks off of my feet. Oh, I think he's got a pretty good score on uh, foot links. I don't know. Whatever the, the weird, uh, foot wiki, like the wiki feet. That's what it is. Wiki feet. Wiki feet. Wiki feet. Wiki feet. Keith. Is that funny? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't funny. And I'm, <laughs> I'm done with you today. Yeah. You, you, you're, you're, you're so sorry. Kid. I'm being of a bit of a rascal. I apologize. You're at like a <laughs> real low for you with these with these bits. Well, okay. For the listeners out there, a little look at look at the sausage. Go behind the curtain. Go behind yeah, the curtain. Yeah, Keith, right. I look at what's in the sausage. I, I had a cold last week. I it was a COVID scare. It wasn't COVID, unfortunately. And uh, Wait, what? <laughs> hey. Don't be coming on my bits. I am the one who got COVID on this podcast. And you know I got what? it too. I had, when I had, oh yeah, you did get. You're I know the one who hasn't had COVID. Yeah, fuck know, you, Keith. I mean, you guys think I'm joking? Like, COVID and proud, like you know, like the mutant and proud <laughs> thing, right? Is that what we're doing here? That's, 
That's what we're going to say when we're stoned to Schumacher estate. I'm still COVID waiting on my superpowers I was supposed to get from COVID. Yeah. All I am and still lethargic a lot of the time. All, all, all I got was deep breathing. <laughs> anyway, so I'm still getting over it. My nose is still running. I I drank Honey. a pretty high I, I drank a pretty high ABV uh, Boneyard beer while I was podcasting. So, Oh, honey. I'm sorry. I don't know. You know, get a hot towel, put it on your forehead, you know. You know, fuck um, yourself. I don't know. I'm feeling great. I like my bits. I'm, I apologize. Your bits are fantastic, Keith. Fantastic. <laughs> no, Keith, don't you understand that it's now become the bit that your bits are bad? That's what your bits are so good that it's become a bit on top of itself. It's called bitception, Keith. All right. We go deeper and deeper in every bit you do. And sometimes we just don't know if it's a real bit or not. Like a bit onion? Like a donkey? No, shut Shrek. up, Shrek. We're not doing a bit onion. Shut up. That's a, God, that's a series. Yeah, we should fucking totally do Shrek, except I don't want to do the last two. <laughs> I've never seen Shrek, so... Uh, you and I don't What? Is that real? It's like one of the best animated it's... films of our lifetimes. Never seen them. Is this a bit? I've seen Shrek th- three. Ew! No, that's not the Justin Timberlake one. Yeah, that's the fourth uh, one. No, JT is the fourth one. So I've seen four. God. <laughs> or is that three? And then four is the terrible, like time traveling one. I hear Puss in uh, Boots is good. Shrek three. Shrek three is the one with um, Timberlake. Looks like. Okay, what three is, is fucking dog is water. What the fuck is Shrek four then? Wait, it's hang the on. time traveling one with Rumpelstiltskin. I never saw that. It's garbage. Wait, there's a fifth uh, Shrek movie? They're making one. They're making a fifth Shrek movie? Maybe. Shrek, is a, pretty, Shrek is a pretty powerful meme now. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a. I saw Shrek 3, but I haven't seen one or two. So you. Mm, I'm okay. In the podcast. I'm just we mad now. We can't All right. do it. Well, we have okay. to keep it that way. Not we can't let Shrek. them see the good ones. No, we can't I'm okay let them with see that. The like oh, no. groundbreaking Shrek one. I'm not heartbroken. We couldn't at talk all. about how the fact it was supposed to be Chris Farley in the role, but he died. Hold, hold on, I'm I'm gonna be Joe too and do a little bit of lore. <clears throat> so, the Smashing Pumpkins were originally supposed to. The... No, no, no. Let's just we're not doing Shrek. If we're not doing Shrek, we're not doing lore from Shrek. That's that's fair. You don't even know. This, all, all I'm gonna say is Billy Corgan and the Smashing Pumpkins. Are attached to Shrek indirectly. Well, you can go to nosoentertainment.com. This one really went off the rails at the end. It really did. It oh, really no, did. for real. Like, I really need to like get some more money. Can you check out my sock videos on eBay? Why are they on eBay? It's a terrible platform. <laughs> why are they not? Why are you, why do you not have an OnlyFans? That's what OnlyFans is for. Uh, yeah. Did you get banned on OnlyFans, Keith? Is that what this is coming down to? It was, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't even know. Were you foot banging a Ben Shapiro doll, Keith, and you got banned on OnlyFans? It was me. It was me and Mirabella. There was bags. I don't know. There was... I have a complicated relationship with OnlyFans. I, listen, it's go to ebay.com slash um, fake movie experts. 
Um, go on. Go on. <laughs> and put all that under your search bar. Copy and paste it. Go into Pornhub.com. Oh, Pornhub. There. Control V, paste onto the search bar on Pornhub. There, there it is. Keith Socks is on Pornhub. <laughs> Remember our national nightmare where we thought we were going to lose Pornhub because it had too much child porn on it? <laughs> child porn slash revenge porn. And this site almost got shut down. That was worse than the, the frogs coming to power. How dare you? The frogs deserve to be in power. <laughs> Shit, we're pro-frog. We're back to being pro-frog. Why do you keep forgetting this? Yeah, Keith, we're pro, bro. We're pro, bro. Well, in the podcast. I'm trying to. Otherwise, I'm going to say something topical and stupid about frogs and like Antifa or something. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, Portland would be fine without the goddamn Antifa frogs. Yeah, how about uh, you? How about you fucking defund the amphibians? Hey. Fund, no, fund, fund the amphibians. Defund well, the reptiles. Save the. <laughs> we have to. Do we save the frogs and d- try and get rid of the lizard people that are in the sewers? They're just working. Why are we stop? Look, they immigrated here and they're just trying to hold down a job. Why are we stopping people from trying to hold down a job? Do you want to go and work in the sewers? Not really. Okay, topical. I got this one. Okay. Remember the lilies, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In this podcast. Yeah. Make your last bit, Keith. Now I'm done. Then we're wrapping. I don't know. It was 420 recently. Something about lilies. All right. There it is. <laughs> so you can go to nocellentertainment.com. That's right. Nocellentertainment.com. It's the worst podcast ever. <laughs> where you can find all your all your podcasts, all your blogs, everything that we do for you. You can like us on all the social medias. Give us, a, give us a thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle, a comment, a like, all the good things. Please do. Uh, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts and now Spotify. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast. Get me the hell out of Frogtown podcast. <laughs> <laughs>